Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Good House 1968. Got a good show for you today. My name is Brother White, and what I do is read and interpret from the Tanakh. It's the Hebrew Bible. Let me open with a word of prayer, and we'll begin our service. Good, I petition you that the brothers and sisters are capable of taking in the accurate knowledge that they're about to receive and to apply it in their lives and their daily situations, to enact upon it, to enact off of it, and to go, go for the long haul to receive everlasting life, to go out and be good ministers and good brothers and sisters, to help people in the world, uh, to make the world a better place uh, for those uh, brothers and sisters coming into the truth, including those who are not in the truth. I pray this in the name of Yeshua. Amen. God is loving, merciful, and kind, but he is also just. Eventually he will judge and punish those who do wrong. Check out God's word in the prophecies of Jeremiah as he speaks to the Moabites who trusted in their military might. That's Jeremiah chapter 48, verses 1 through 47. The Ammonites who trusted in, in their wealth. Uh, Jeremiah 49, 1-6. The Edomites who trusted in their wisdom and secure location. Jeremiah 49, verse 7-22. And others. Yet many times people think that they can push their luck by ignoring God until they're ready to be serious about Him. The warning in Jeremiah are a chilling reminder of a, of a folly of playing with God. So we don't want to play with God. We want to do what God says. We want to take inaccurate knowledge, apply it to our lives, and make changes where, where, which, is, which and where it's necessary to make changes. And we want to do this, and we want to have God's approval on what we do in life. All right. Uh, God can redeem us from going to death at an early age. It says that Job chapter 33, verse 28, Say God redeemed me from going into the pit. The brother says that Job 33, verse 28, that God redeemed him from going into the pit at, at such a young age. So this is the will of the Creator. He gives us a maximum of 130 years, but a lot of us don't see this time because of the way we led our lives. The more righteousness you do, the more reward in heavens you receive. At Job 29, verse 30, excuse me, Job 33, verses 29 through 30, God will accomplish all these things twice, even three times, with a man, to bring him back from the pit so that he can enjoy the light of the living. So God wants us to enjoy the light of the living, and we should take in this knowledge and then remember and Nehemiah verse, uh, chapter 1, verse 9. But if you return to me, observe my mitzvah, and obey them, then even if your scattered ones are in the most distant part of 
heaven, nevertheless, I will collect them from there and bring them to the place I have chosen for bearing my name. So God will bring us to a good place, a place of peace, tranquility, place of joy, place of good. It says in First Chronicles sixteen twenty two, don't touch my anointed ones or do my prophet's harm. So we shouldn't want to, if we hear somebody delivering the good news to us, we shouldn't do that person harm or do any person we see harm or injustice that we uh, see de- delivering the good news. It says at First Chronicles chapter 17, verse 9, I will shine a place to my people Israel. I will plant them there so that they can live in their own place without being disturbed anymore. So if he did this for them, don't you think he will do this for us? This is something we have to realize, is that God is there for us whether or not we're there for him. At Matthew chapter 5, verse 45, it says, Then you will become children of your Father in heaven, for he makes his sun shine on good and bad people alike, and he sends ruin, and he sends ruin, rain, excuse me, to the righteous and the unrighteous alike. So we see here that if that he shines light on the righteous as well as on the unrighteous. How so much will be do will he do for the righteous concerning life for a long period of time? This we want to take in and remember. So if he is able to, or if he as he does, let it rain and let the sun shine on the wicked as well as the unrighteous, how much more so will he reward you with everlasting life for doing his will? Take and taking an accurate knowledge. All right, now I begin my uh, Bible reading. We're at Midmar, chapter 30, verse uh, chapter 30. And it goes to say, Moshe told the people of Israel everything just as good had ordered Moshe. Then Moshe spoke to the heads of the tribes of the people of Israel. He said, here's what good has ordered. When a man makes a vow to good or formally obligates himself by swearing an oath, he is not to break his word, but is to do everything he said he would do. When a woman makes a vow to good, formally obligating herself while she is a minor living in her father's house, then if her father has heard what she vowed or obligated herself to do and hold his peace, then all her vows remain binding. Every obligation she has bound herself to will stand. But if on the day her father hears it, he expresses his disapproval, then none of her vows or obligations she has bound herself to will stand, and good will forgive her because her father expressed his disapproval. So this is concerning a woman making a vow or obligating herself. If having made vows or rashly committed herself to an obligation, she gets married and her husband hears but holds his peace with her on the day he learns of it, then her vows and obligations she has bound herself to will will stand. But if her husband expresses his disapproval on the day he hears it, 
he will void the vow which is on her and the obligation to which she has bound herself, and good will forgive her. The vow of a widow, however, or of a divorcee, including everything to which she has obligated herself, will stand against her. So we see here the obligation of a divorcee or widower will stand against them. if they make the obligation. If a woman vowed in her husband's house or obligated herself with an oath, and her husband heard it but held his peace with her and did not express disapproval, then all her vows and obligations will stand. But if her husband makes them null and void on the day he hears them, then whatever she said, vows or binding obligation will not stand. Her husband has voided them and good will, will forgive her. A husband may let every vow and every binding obligation stand, or he may void it. But if her husband entirely holds his peace with her day after day, then he confirms all her vows and obligations. He must let them stand because he held his peace with her on the day he heard them. If he makes them null and void after he has heard them, then he will bear the consequence of the consequence guilt. These are the laws which good ordered Moshe between a man and his wife and between a father and his daughter, and if she is a minor living in her father's house. So we see here about vows, which the Creator uh, will hold a vow to a woman or whether or not he will not hold a vow to a woman. And we see it here at Bermedmar, Chapter 30. So concerning vows, you can go there, and if you're a woman, and you can learn about your vows, whether or not they stood before the Creator if you made a vow or obligation. All right, that is it for my service, and I'll be leaving you now. I'm on a, oh, hold on. I'm not going to be leaving you yet. I have the vocabulary I almost forgot about that I have to do. So let me do this vocabulary. Our first word is spelled Aleph. Uh, Aleph, Het, Resh, Yod, and Tav. And it means of place or of time or later apart. Our next word means thinks, be thinks, another to avoid naming, Dan, meaning quit, and that's spelled Aleph, Het, and Resh. Our next word is uh, Son of Benjamin, it's spelled Aleph, Het, Resh, Het, and it has a T at the ending, the T symbol. 
Uh, next word means descendants of Judah. It's our left rat, rash, our, excuse me, our left hat, rash, hat, and then lambed. Our next word, uh, here. means to make firm, and that's our left mem and resh, and it means make firm or strong. Our next word is um, to emit a moaning or creaking sound. Our left mem, mem. All right, that fulfills the obligation. Uh, Well, that's uh, it for the vocabulary, and I will see you guys Sunday. For Sunday service. All right, let me share prayer and I'll be leaving you. Good, I petition you that the brothers and sisters are able to take the vocabulary lesson and to be able to spell the words out, knowing the meaning of them, and to be able to start their way to learning the Hebrew Bible in Hebrew. And I pray that they're able to get one, and I pray for their souls that you offer them deliverance and salvation and sustenance. I pray that the word becomes easier and easier to them every day as they listen and understandable every day as they come to the service. I pray this in the name of Yeshua. Amen.